Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show. Uh, this is the, the show for coaches, speakers, and trainers who want to grow their businesses while making an impact in the world. Every week, uh, we have uh, incredible guests or sometimes a solo episode, sometimes we interview clients uh, to show uh, what is a give it them so they can give you an insight of what is the they do how do they run their businesses, what does they believe and how they help their clients. So you can connect with incredible people every single week. If you have not subscribed to the show, make sure you subscribe right now so you don't miss any other future episode. And also, if you like what you're going to hear, make sure you leave us a review. Without further ado, it's time to get started with the interview of the day. And it is my absolute pleasure to introduce the one and only Juan Carlos Guveya to the show. Juan Carlos, great to see you. How are you doing today? Oh, me too. Uh, thank you for um, allowing me to participate in your podcast. I'm uh, excited and thrilled to be here. I'm excited to have you here because we're going to talk about one of the topics that, as human beings, affects us all, Yeah, which is uh, the topic of personal freedom. How do we freely expre express ourselves, who we are. And I believe that as coaches, speakers, you know, when we are in business, uh, our business is an extension of who we are. It's an extension of ourselves. And the more we can be ourselves, also the more people we can impact and the more clients we can help. Mm. And what I want to know from you is before we go into a bit of a, like how we can be fully ourselves and express ourselves. Uh, tell us a bit more uh, about you and uh, and your journey. Like, where did it all start for you? Uh, Simone, it all started with the um, need to be yourself um, and not feeling comfortable, not expressing your true self, doing whatever you had to do to be able to be present, but in some ways hiding your true identity. Right. So it reached a point that uh, in my life, hiding my true self in order to please others uh, was making me very unhappy right. to the point that um, was unbearable. And something had to give up, and uh, not being me was not an option. So I embarked in this journey to self-development, and uh, with the years, I became more comfortable being who I was and who I am, and uh, to the point that I've changed careers for from having a career in... Uh, in the scientific field to a, a career in um, empowering people to be free yeah. and to reconnect with the, themselves. So I became a rapid transformational therapist. And in the process, um, I became free and comfortable on who I am. And given the power to other people to do the same well, there, there's no better thing uh, when we have a personal transformation also being able to give it to others like yeah. you're doing 
Um, at what point did you realize enough is enough? What was the turning point for you that made you say, I got to change this, this is not me? The point was on going to uh, events and um, going to events. And I think the last event is the best of you. Mm-hmm. And I spend the whole day absorbing lots of knowledge. And um, at some point says, actually, I can do something. I can do something to transform my life. And that's where the catalyst to retrain. And while working, um, I was able to fund my business on the side Mm -hmm. and investing more in my development and in my growth to the point that was making my true self to emerge, allowing my true self to emerge and no need to hide because I've hidden my sexuality for years, years and years because of shame, because of all the things that society was telling me that um, was wrong and um, making me feel no matter what I did, no matter how many degrees I did, no matter how master's degrees I had wasn't enough because from the external in is not the solution. The solution is from the in out. Have you, have you tried, because you mentioned that you've been actually, yeah, that's a, that's a question I would love to ask you to, to understand a bit more about like how did society or what you had to go through suppress who you were? How did this happen over the years? Because I know it's not a process that it was done in one day. It's been Absolutely. years and years and years. Yeah. So what made you like really dim your light and not be fully yourself? Yeah. So I'm talking about lots of years back. It's not nowadays, although homosexuality is now acceptable within parameters in society. Not everywhere in the world it is acceptable. Um, I was coming from a little village back in Madeira Island in Portugal. Mm-hmm. And when I have all around me not approving and religion and upbringing all saying that that is wrong, there is no way you can shine you had automatically to create a new persona and hide your own and be something else. And when you are being someone else other than you, it is hard work. Because the you wants to come out, the you you wants to be manifested there that is not allowed to because you're going to be rejected 
the fear of rejecting, the fear that your friends are going to reject you, the fear that your family is going to reject you, holds you in. And when it holds you in, it encapsulates you in a shell that can be very hard to break. So you become invisible. You become so encapsulated in this creation of your own that you almost forget who you are. And then depression, then unhappiness, and uh, you're not able to fulfill your full potential. And it comes a point that enough is enough. And so you reach that point and where you said, okay, I got to change something. And I'm sure that there are going to be a lot of people that are now listening to this interview and they're going to feel that whether you're um, homosexual or not, you're going to feel a moment in your life where you have suppressed the side of you that wanted to come out, that yeah. wanted to fully express yourself, either because you wanted to conform to your peers, to conform to society. Now, you mentioned that at some point you even forget about like who you are. You even yeah. forget who you are. You become a shell of who you are. So when you were in the process of actually rediscovering who you were after suppressing it for so many years, how did, did you, how did you realize this is my true self? Because at that point, I'm not even sure that many people know, like after suppressing it, I don't even know what's my, my true self is supposed to look like. I don't even know supposed to. Yeah. How, how, so how was that process for you of reconnecting with your, your true self? Through, uh, through, a, through the process of rapid transformational therapy, which is a way of um, removing limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. And uh, the process is that attaching your sexuality to who you are is limiting yourself because you're not, you're not just a sexual human being. Mm -hmm. There is more within you than your sexuality. And when I realized that my sexuality plays such a small amount in my life because it's the only, the only difference is the sex act that homosexuals do that heterosexuals don't do. Mm -hmm. But the rest, we pay tax, we have to work, <laughs> we have to do everything that everybody else. Yeah. So then I realized, why am I allowing an hour, an hour, and this is, this is stretching how, how enriched your sex life is, <laughs> because for some people can be very small, can be five minutes. Uh, so why I allowing one hour or maybe a night or whatever time defining my life, defining who I am? Beside my sexuality, I'm a, I'm a human being. I'm a brother. I'm a friend. I'm a contributor to society. And that, is the, that was the... the the waking, the awakening. Yeah, and I, you know what? I can I can already think about how we identify ourselves, and we take what we do can be our career. Yes, can be our role in family. Yeah, our sexuality. Yeah, uh, our, our jobs. Our, our jobs. jobs. I, 
our business uh, as a label of who we are and then we attach ourselves uh, what is uh, the results that we get on how we are perceived in a certain area define how we are running our own lives now i it is a, a much milder example but there are for example um like a big part of my identity is uh, like being a business mentor being a business yeah. coach that's a big part of my identity and i remember there were moments where like any business we have up and downs there are moments Absolutely. where the business goes great we have moments where business doesn't go great like any yeah. business but i was touching my ability to be a good mentor to others to the result that i was having win one month or not and so one month i felt on top of the world in terms of being able to help other and other months i was like who am i to do this mm-hmm. and it is in a different way how we attach so much to our identity now how it is like how is life on the other side though because you have been through the two extreme you have been from completely suppressing your true reality and your true self to completely to now expressing yourself being comfortable in who you are yeah so how are you experiencing life now differently than you were experiencing it before i'm experiencing life in a more it's more joyful it's more it's there is more freedom um understanding that not everybody likes you not everybody will agree with you but that's how, that is how the amazing society we live in diversity different people bringing different things into society and not being afraid because one of the two main needs that we need when we arrive into this planet is the need to feel safe and connect Mm-hmm. and we find connection in order to belong and in order to belong we do whatever we need to do in order to belong because the fear of rejection is painful mm-hmm. so in order to avoid that we create these beliefs but when you realize that you can connect in so many different ways and you can use all your experiences because everything i went through now enlightened and wiser i know that it was preparing me for something amazing yeah. it was training me i didn't even realize that i was being trained to be something else in 2020 2021 but when you are in the 1990s in the middle of it you don't you don't realize hmm. but the process of going through it is the process that allows you to transform they say when you're going through hell keep running keep walking why do you want to stop in hell Just keep <laughs> running until you go and get to the other side and that is within my journey that's what i did it feels felt uncomfortable 
but going through the process until you reach to the other side mm. and supplementing it with, with, with reading, constantly working with yourself, surrounding yourself with uh, good mentors, good um, friends that empowering you. And it's a, it's a reflection on all my, on all my relations. Uh, as, as you mentioned, it is not something that, uh, who, look at me, I'm myself now, and the work stops there. Now, there is maintenance <laughs> to that work. And you're talking about the mentors that you have. You're talking about the environment and the other people that you're connecting with. Because it's so easy, in particular after so many years of being trained, of being someone that you're not, to fall back into what is safe yeah. instead of pushing forward. Because even sometimes we are in hell, but in hell is warm. <laughs> <laughs> and we can get comfortable in the war yes. <laughs> of the hell yeah. instead of saying, actually, let me push forward. Let me move forward. Because now that leads to my next question, which is, uh, you mentioned uh, if sometimes there are people right now that uh, like you were before, they have spent years not being themselves. They are spent years uh, in what can figuratively say in this interview in the 1990s. Yes. And, and they are there. They are there right now. What will be the starting point? What is a, if you were to give them a first step, what will be the first step that you can give them? The first step is, um, is what you're doing making you happy? Is what you're doing fulfilling you? And what we need to understand that the brain is not here to make you happy. Your brain is designed to make you safe. So the way we use that safety can be detrimental to ourselves. Mm. For example, um, examples in the, through the work I do, uh, for a drug addict injecting on the veins and running out of veins and now injecting in the eye feels safe. Hmm. For me, it's, oh my God, it, that's what you need to do to feel safe temporarily. Hmm. We do a, a wide range of things to be in that safety mode. Because our mind, our brain is designed to keep you safe, not to keep you happy. But if you're not happy, you do whatever you need to do to bring you from a state of pain to pleasure. And that is where we are. We bridge from pain to pleasure, pain to pleasure. Because pain is not nice, pleasure is good. So we tend to go from pain to pleasure, pain to pleasure. And we do whatever we need to do to avoid that pain. And that could be injecting, it could be drinking, it could be anything else. Mm -hmm. Avoid pain to pleasure. And the way people do this transition, they just need to think, what am I doing in order to, be, to feel safe? What am I doing? 
to stop me feeling that uncomfort inside me. And when they get their realization, actually what I do, I know I'm not supposed to be doing it, but confronting it and being there is so painful, I'd rather forget about it. And then you repeat it. And guess what? The mind learns by repetition. Yeah. And if you repeated it yesterday, you're going to do it today. But until you realize that what you are doing in order to stop feeling pain and work towards it, you won't be free. Mm, that's, a, that's very powerful. It's almost like the illusion of, uh, let me do it on Monday. <laughs> yeah. I will start on Monday. I will start tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. There is no Monday because the yeah. moment you are doing from now until tomorrow, from now until Monday is only reinforcing the pattern that we have. And I, yeah. I, I used food before to make me yeah. feel safe yeah. and confusing that safety that I was feeling, that comfort that I was feeling with happiness. Yeah. And for me, food was my biggest one after, before there were cigarettes and then I stopped smoking a pack of cigarettes a day when I was 23 or 22. And then I started eating like crazy. Yeah. That made me feel good. And in particular in moments of stress, it's still something I need to be aware of because in my mind immediately thinks about food. If I'm stressed, it doesn't think about anything else, but he associated for so long with the feeling of you're stressed, something is not working. Go and eat something. Yeah. And generally that something is not a Pain, pleasure. From pain to pleasure. Yeah. And that's been like this constant, this constant part. And and is that, so how does RTT work in breaking? Because what I'm I'm hearing you saying is that RTT works in breaking the cycle. Yes. So how does does it work? Like when you work with Uh, a client, what do you do with them? Okay, RTT is a new, it's a pioneering therapy um, created by Marisa Pia through uh, an evolution of the therapy. Uh, she's been a therapist for more than 30 years. So as a result, she developed a method. Mm-hmm. And the method comprises four modalities, the top four modalities that we have now, which is NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, Mm -hmm. CBT, Cognitive Behavior Therapy, Psychotherapy for the talking therapies, Mm -hmm. but uses hypnosis Mm -hmm. to incorporate the four. And hypnosis is just a way of uh, relaxing the body and quieting the conscious mind so that allows the subconscious mind which is 90% of your mind and you to influence 10% of your mind so when we tap into that 90% which holds everything about you it's a library of your life And guess what, Simone? It's all about you. Hmm. Everything is there. Every belief, every action, every thought is there. 
is not needed, but is there in the background. It's like a computer. You don't need all the programs, but the programs are there running. Yeah. So what RTT does, it gives you clarity. It goes to the root why you do what you do. And when you find the root and we remove it, you're free. And that empowers you to be outgoing, to be confident, to be rejection-proof. Uh, I can give you lots of examples, but I'm yeah, going to give my examples yeah, from myself. Yeah, please. My own life, hiding, hiding in, lab, in a laboratory, uh, doing a degree in sciences to become a microbiologist, then not feeling enough, do a master's in clinical microbiology to feel even more important, to feel enough. But you're still not enough because you're still hiding your true identity. Mm -hmm. So having degrees to cover something that you are is not the answer. So when you do through the process and you realize, you know what? I can be me. And then this is the result. Now I don't need to hide behind a microscope. I don't need to hide behind Petri dishes. I don't need to hide be behind anything. So now is this empowered human being seeking mentors to increase my visibility. Uh, how do I do this? How do I do that? Because I was in a mess and now I'm going to transform this mess into my message to empower other people. Um, it's all a product of um, that initial realization and seeking to be helped. Yeah. I, I can uh, I, I can testify as well um, for like the when you finally like are in because it's almost like being in peace that's what I'm yes, fearing finally like, arrived like when you're right and you're in peace with who you are as a human being now the world becomes a playground yeah the the uh, the concept of oh, I'm not good enough to do this or let me not do this because people will not accept me or because I will not be able to make it. doesn't exist anymore because like, hey, let me try and give it a go. Let me see how this works. Let me see what I can create for others. Let me see what I can create for the world. But we can see also in the business world, there are so, so many people that are operating within the box that they have created for themselves for so many years. And yeah. the box is always there. And we are always uh, shaping and reshaping this particular box. But when we are finally breaking free and saying, actually, this is who I am. You like me? Great. You don't like me? Great. Anyway, I'll find someone yeah. else is going to like me. And this is not an excuse, though, to not become better as people. Yes, absolutely. Because it's not like cockiness or arrogance to say, oh, no, I'm too good for you. I don't need to improve. No, we all have our side of character. We want to improve and so on. But it's improving them within who we are, not because we feel that we want to be someone else. Yeah. 
the thing, Simone, is that arrogance is a self-coping uh, mechanism as well. Okay, tell me more. Yes, the, 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 the arrogance thing is because when you feel enough, when you are comfortable with yourself, you don't need to hurt other people. You don't need to feel arrogant. And arrogance, and um, it's, a, it's, it's a coping mechanism. You know what? I don't want to be there. I behave this way. But when you are really free, you don't need to put those masks on. It comes naturally. And what other people may misinterpret confidence and self-assurance with arrogance, and is not. The other thing that uh, people need to understand that as you progress, you gain people and you lose people. Yeah. But you need to be comfortable with that process because the people you may lose could be family members, could be friends, hmm. that because they don't understand you, then there is this representation of you that is not what they used to. Yeah. For example, the, the alcoholic friend that used to go and drink every day now decided that, you know what, enough is enough. This is making me unwell. And I realized that I deserve better. Therefore, I'm not going to go. I'm, not, I'm your friend, but I don't participate in the drink anymore. Mm -hmm. Oh, there is a difference now. You're not what you used to be. And then all the labels and all the excuses. And if people are not comfortable, then there will be problems in there. So yeah. what we need to realize is that as, as we progress within our journey, we gain people and we lose people. But the people we gain are more in congruence what we, what we want to. And eventually, your friends are going to come to their senses and realize that uh, if they were friends, they are friends. That's, that's so, so powerful. I, I'm thinking even, I, I used to be, uh, before starting my business uh, and yeah. before changing as a person, I used to be a big party boy. I was partying five times a week. I was always getting drunk. I was smoking weed like crazy. Uh, I, yeah. I, I was always out there. Yeah. And when I stopped smoking, I stopped drinking for about seven years then I got married. I started again, <laughs> but that's another story. <laughs> no, I use it as a joke. Actually, yeah. it's because uh, uh, me and my wife, uh, we joke quite a lot because uh, the, on the wedding day, I wanted to drink something. And then I said, oh, why did I stop? And so I restarted drinking. But now the joke is I got married and I started drinking again yeah. to give some context. Not in bad about my wife. Really Absolutely. It's, but, it's taken in that context. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I need to say it because people are listening here and now saying, oh, my God, yeah. what is he saying here? So the, it's not an excuse to not marry. No, it's not an excuse. To, actually, it's brilliant. Uh, I've been, best decision I've, of my life. I've been in, my, in a relationship for 28 years and it's just getting better and better. Wow, 28 years. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and 
I remember when I went back to Italy, I couldn't relate anymore with those friends. And I had to let go of friends that before were really close, were partying together all the time. But now I want something different from my life. Yeah. I have different goals, different dreams. I'm a different person. And so that's how important it is to create the space as well for new people to come into your life. Absolutely. Now, and I you can offer services to them. You are now empowered. To, no, you, you are now empowered to help them. Because there is a connection mm. for the for the alcoholic friend that stops uh, drinking now can be a, an example. You too can overcome it because yeah. I did. You remember when I used to drink so much and now I don't? I did it. So can you? So, yeah. so we can always empower other people and yeah. we will show by example. This is a different person. This is a new person. This is not what I used to be. So um, it's, it is possible. We are our own limitation. The only limit is ours. I love what you just said. And, and, and with this, uh, I have uh, many more questions to ask. I'm sure that there are other people here that are listening. They will love this interview to keep going. Um, but we, now we reach time. So I would love to ask you for everyone that wants to reach out to you. They want to work with you, explore how they can experience working with you or see some of your content. What is the best way to get in touch? I'm on, on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, um... And I've got my own um, website at changeideserve.com where they can book a, a free discovery call to see if we can work together and what I can offer. Um, they can reach me through the website and through social media, yeah. All right, that's brilliant. So changeideserve.com. Changeideserve.com. And in there, there is explanations what I do. There is a blog. There is um, videos. Uh, also, I'm on YouTube with a few, few videos because my visibility, I'm working on my visibility. Mm -hmm. You are talking with someone that is now a different person. Someone that hidden for so long and now is becoming now is going everywhere, <laughs> becoming more visible, and being comfortable with that visibility. So um, yeah, so they can reach me through my website changeadeserve.com and the social media as well. That's brilliant. Well, Juan Carlos, if we were to summarize in a few sentences the conversation that we had so far. What final message would you leave to our listeners or our viewers? Have time to think how you're feeling. Be in touch with that feeling. Doesn't matter how uncomfortable it is, because through that you will have the answers. If you're not feeling in a, in a, in a state of joy, why aren't you feeling in a state of joy? If you're not f feeling fulfilled, what is stopping you feeling fulfilled? And your, your answers will be there. And then from there, you are more empowered to seek help. 
And the moment you do that, your journey is going to just catapult you into an amazing life because I did it. And so can you and oh, everybody we're seeing, else. We're seeing that here. Ladies and gentlemen, Juan Carlos Gouveia, thank you very much for thank being you, Simone. on our show. It was a brilliant interview. And uh, make sure you reach out to Juan Carlos. See uh, if it, this message, if there was a part of this message that really resonated with you, then take the next step, reach out, connect, at least follow him on social media, connect with him to book a session. And then he also, if you haven't subscribed to the show, make sure you subscribe to the Explode Your Expert Business Show so you don't miss any other future episodes that we are running. And if you like the conversation, leave us a review. Uh, it helps a lot uh, getting other incredible guests and incredible conversations like we had today. So from myself and Juan Carlos is everything. And we're looking forward to see you next time. Ciao. Right. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Explode Your Expert Business Show. If you enjoyed the interview, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. Every week we will select a winner from the reviews that we get. So it might be you. Make sure you give us a review. It means the world to us and that's how we, you can help us grow the show. Also remember to download the Expert Business Checklist to get the roadmap on how to become an authority in your field. The link is in the show notes or you can visit gtex.events forward slash expert iPhone checklist. So it's gtex.events forward slash expert iPhone checklist. And as well, finally, if you want to receive daily support in your coaching and speaking business or explore how we can work together, join our private Facebook group, Explode Your Expert Biz. Again, you can find it on Facebook at Explode Your Expert Biz or the link is in the show notes. Thank you very much for listening and until next time, remember that together we grow exponentially.